Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Welcome back to the show. Our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-Y-L-H-A-U-K today. The head coach of the Bakersfield Condors coming off a couple victories on the weekend. And they got a return engagement with San Diego tonight after beating them 8-4 on Sunday. We welcome Colin Chalk back to the show. Colin, how are you doing? Doing really well, Bob. How about yourself? You are doing well, and some of your young guys are starting to go good uh, offensively, and, and and maybe not who we thought. And I'm going to start with Ty Tulio uh, because I I know what I thought I saw in the development camp, and uh, he played one of the games as a rookie. But I, I thought, okay, this guy, you know, maybe starts off, works his way up, spends some time as an ECHL AHL tweener in his first year, and works his way eventually in the lineup. And he's, he's putting up, he got a hat-trick the other night. And, uh, you know, you're watching this kid on a nightly basis. He's a very young player, uh, still only, you know, 20 uh, years of age. Uh, your thoughts on what we're seeing out of Ty Tulio right now for you down in Bakersfield? Yeah, he, um, you know, I think we've, we've chatted about it before, that he had a long way to go and, you know, and Tech's only playing a game and in development camp. And, and then into the season, um, you know, it was, it was difficult for him. But, you know, he's he's really, really earned everything that he's gotten. Uh, he's played harder. He's gotten better on the wall. He always kind of had that offensive instinct, but uh, he wasn't going to the hard areas. And, um, you know, he didn't really need to go to those areas in junior because he was, you know, he was bent better than everybody else. He had a good shot. He had really great offensive awareness, but he's really, really um, paid attention to the small details. And, um, you know, he's been able to uh, to capitalize on some of his opportunities, but it's the opportunities he's getting through just doing things right and doing things hard. And, uh, you know, we're really happy to see his offensive production here, that's for sure. All right. Well, the Bakersfield Condors of San Diego, that's Anaheim's farm team. Uh, Ryan Holt was saying on Twitter that you guys are 6-1 and one against them this season. You're out scoring them 31-16. You beat them 8 for uh, you had a line of Griffith with Noah Philp and uh, Tulio play together. I think Philp was plus three and had three assists in that game. What works for that line, do you think? 
Well, you know, it's it's uh, it, it's been interesting that they all kind of can score and they can all make plays. And um, you know, we had some injuries there uh, the game the night before, and we felt like uh, that you know maybe given someone that you know Lavoie and Ty played together, they had so much success uh, the month prior that um, you know Raph more of a shooter that move and tie into that line that there might be some opportunities for him to shoot. And you know, the, the honest truth is sometimes you're wrong. In this case, uh, you know, it worked out that it was right. And, you know, Noah's done a really good job winning faceoffs, being a great uh, low center breakout support. And, uh, you know, Griff and Ty were able to uh, to find each other on numerous occasions there in San Diego. Uh, I'll cut to the chase here with Philip and Tulio. Have they surprised you a little bit? Yeah, they have. Yeah, you know, you know, you never know coming in. Um, you know, like you said, a twenty-year-old at a junior, uh, later pick, right? Noah Philp obviously signed an NHL contract out of CIS. Um, you know, a bit of a tough year uh, for him. He seemed to come in. He played well for us uh, late in the season, but then it, it took him a little bit to found his way. I thought he was at his best in Penticton, uh, and then when all kinds of bodies came, uh, uh, you know, him and I had some personal conversations. He kind of lost confidence a little bit and sort of lost his way. But you know, it's it's different going from being the guy and you know playing you know 25 minutes a night to having to earn your time and to see these veteran guys that have been playing for a long time, uh, you know, in the beginning be a little bit ahead of them, right? You know, but yep. those the younger players have worked hard, and in some senses, and sometimes, and in some games, they they pass the veterans, you know, and then now the veterans are playing well, and then you know when you got some veterans playing well and you got some kids playing like veterans, then uh, you know you, you you can stack some W's on top of each other, and that's that's kind of what's happened here. Uh, James Hamlin is playing with Raphael Lavoie and Xavier Borgo. Lavoie scoring four goals the other game against San Diego. Uh, Hamlin had you know earned himself an NHL deal, got some NHL games at the start of the year. Borgo with just three goals in his last 27 games. So you know Lavoie's hot. Like Lavoie's got a hot stick going. Borgo, you know I think you tell us is this just a byproduct of a 20 year old kid going from the Q to the American League and and it's a completely different experience. Yeah, I mean, it, it's part of it. You know, Xavier, uh, he had a pretty good start, and, you know, he was on pace to score, uh, and I think he can still get 20, you know, um, but he has struggled as of late. And, you know, he, he, there are some dynamic glimpses. Um, you know, I, I think he has, has a lot in him, but, you know, coming out of the queue and coming out of a small town and, uh, you know, I don't want to say language barrier, but just the culture is a little bit different. And, you know, to come in and be a first-round pick and all those pressures that come along with it, you know, he's had some ups and downs. Um, you know, it kind of seems like he started off real well, and then guys like Philip and, and Tulio and Lavoie didn't have as great as a start. Obviously, Raph was injured, but when he came back, he wasn't. And then, then those guys have slowly come on where it's been a little bit of the opposite with Xavier, um, but at the same time, let's keep in mind he's only 20 years old. Right? We're, we're doing our orders now. Prospect report for Reface Magic. Save your money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace Reface. Uh, we're talking a bit about the Bakersfield Condors with their head coach, Colin Chalk, and uh, Raphael Lavoie is an intriguing guy. He's a six foot four, uh, you know, right shot, but you got him over on the left side. Is that right? Yeah, we got him over on the left side, and, um, you know, the main reason for that was to try to get that Glenn Anderson type, not that we're making comparisons here, but just get him to get going to the net and drive in the net and be a little bit um, more insulated on being able to protect the puck and not not going uh, through guys or not going, uh, um, you know, under sticks and that kind of stuff. That's not his realm, and he can grow in that area, uh, but going around guys, and um, he really has embraced that. Uh, you know, uh, 
um, he was pretty hot there with Tulio and um, uh, Luke Esposito, and it kind of went a little bit cold there, and sort sort of the same pattern as we had uh, had some injuries, and uh, we tweaked a little a couple uh, lines there, and we were able to uh, to get some production. So, so hopefully, exciting to see that again tonight. All right. Well, speaking of injuries, we're going to do our orders now injury report at this time for James H. Brown injury lawyers, uh, Trent Brown, uh, former uh, CFL All Star. Uh, Jim Brown, former Edmonton Oil King, James H. Brown. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. And uh, can you provide us, uh, you know, I, I actually, Bruce Kerlock sent it to me. Uh, he does uh, some work on Oilers Nations. Uh, Dylan Holloway had a terrific start for you. It looked like he brought you guys a lot of energy. And then he got hurt in Koshala Valley. Um, any update at this time on Dylan? It looked like a shoulder injury. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's uh, it was exciting because he was he was happy and he's excited to be here. He's excited to play big minutes and playing different uh, different roles. Um, you, you know he was flying. He was absolutely flying out there, and you know just un- unlucky, clean clean hit. And, you know, um, you know shoulders a little bit jarred up, and uh, you know he'll he'll take some time here uh, to get healed up. But uh, it's, it's nothing uh, serious. Uh, but you know he'll be out for some time. That's for sure. So it's. Weird week to week then would you say is that fair yeah i would say i, I would say a solid two weeks at least maybe, maybe more but uh um yeah there's it's not going to be it's not going to be a week that's for sure okay uh colin chalk joining us right now what about carter savoy he's been out a while and you mentioned that you you sat no felt down uh tulio got sat down savoy got sent down sat down uh lavoie uh, got sat down for a game as well uh, I, I've been told that Savoy had made some strides, and, and but he's been out of the lineup for the last few weeks. Any update on him at all? Because we're getting texts asking about Carter Savoy. Yeah, he, um, you know, he, he's he's really, really, really grown. You know, um, you know, there was parts of the year in the beginning where he was he was battling for minutes, and like you said, we. You know, it's it's um, you know made some tough calls and and then some prospects. We you know we, we kind of went for the the, the motto of um, you know accountability is also going to be involved in development. And it was only a game. It wasn't you know wasn't uh, um, you know multiple games and that kind of stuff, as you know. And um, you know whether that was the defining moment for Carter, I, I can't I can't say that truthfully, Bob. You know it probably helped him, but you know he really really worked hard. He really really got in better shape. He really managed the puck better. Everybody knows he's got a great shot and, and an amazing release and that kind of stuff. We started to see that. Uh, the coolest part, I think, is the, how hard he started to play. Like, he took some hard hits, and uh, I think, you know, we talked about Calgary trying to bully us a little bit, and uh, Carter wasn't afraid to go to those areas and put his body on the line, uh, whether it be getting an offensive play or just moving the puck forward on the wall. So, um, you know, we're missing him right now. Um, he's really growing. The guys have really accepted him. He's really Really, uh, he was kind of a shy stand on uh, on, on the kind of uh, um, just kind of lurking around the room a little bit. He's really, really uh, um, you know socially fit in as well. So we're excited to see that, and hopefully he'll be back sooner. He's probably a week or two away. Okay, uh, look, uh, you've you've turned things around. The, the record's a lot better over the last fifteen or so games. How much of that is just getting Calvin Pickard back? Is it is that too simple, or does it start there? 
No, I, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, I think it's the confidence and the Aurora that he brings around him. You know, I, our other goaltenders, you know, Fanti and, and Rodriguez were, were, were playing well and they were playing well enough. And it was just maybe it was, maybe they played well, uh, in their, in their game. And then our team didn't play well or our team played well. And then maybe there was a tough goal against, uh, maybe they wouldn't like one they would have liked to have back. And it's not saying that, you know, uh, Pick doesn't have his moments, right? We, we all do as coaches, uh, as players. So, but it's just that confidence level that he uh, he brings in. So it just kind of steadies the ship back there. Uh, we got some other guys healthy as well, and then uh, you know everybody just started playing a little bit better. And then you got some momentum, and you, know, you started finding ways to win games and getting bounces. Uh, and it definitely started uh, with with Pick uh, in the cage. That's for sure. All right. Uh, you don't have a lot of experience. I mean, you've got right now Kemp Kesseling and Nima Linen on it. NHL, I guess uh, Demers is now an NHL deal as well. He brings you some experience. But you are playing with three left-shot guys uh, between uh, Gildan, Peters, Caldas that are on American League deals. And the one guy I want to ask you about is Peters. He's plus 14. I liked him in the rookie. Like, he looked pretty good to me. There were moments where I was like, He's a former Dallas draft choice, and is it pure fluke that he's plus fourteen, or is that also because you know he he's done a pretty good job when he's been out there? Oh, he's uh, he's done a really good job, and you know, are, are, is there a little bit of puck walk involved? Uh, you know, of course, um, but he's done a really good job, and and, and I tell you, he was. He was someone that that was struggling there at the start of the year as well, and it felt like every you know every play he made he should have chipped, or the times when he should have made a play he he, uh, he you know he high flipped it and maybe it didn't work out, and he totally lost his confidence. And uh, you know we sent him down to Fort Wayne. He he found some offense. I think they were undefeated when he was there, and I believe it was ten or eleven points in eight games. Not that he's an offensive guy, but he just he found his groove. And when he came back up, uh, he's, he's played considerably better. So, um, you know, he's boxing out. He's being hard to play against. But at the same time, uh, he's providing some offense, too. And, and it's surprisingly, right, you weren't expecting that. But by not sacrificing his defensive game, um, he's been able to stack plus after plus. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, he's given our, our team a chance, and we're, we're thankful for that. He got San Diego tonight. Colin, what's the rest of the schedule look like for the week? Uh, we got San Diego tonight, and then uh, we jump on the plane, and we had uh, – Head to Texas uh, for a few against them, so it'll be uh, be a tough matchup, and uh, but we're we're excited for the challenge. Excellent stuff. Thanks for your time. Keep her going. Okay, thanks, Bob. You as well. You got one forty nine in Edmonton. We'll wrap up Oilers now when we return with this day in Oilers history. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. By the way, not- 
Not everybody agreed uh, with Stoney's take on the need to get uh, Chicker. And a lot of you uh, said, you know what? Uh, Broberg's going to be fine here. I am going to go to a text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 152. Haji says, Bob, it's not a coincidence that there have been issues with the owner's penalty kill in the absence of Dayhernay. Even with the activation of Vinny, losing both Costa and Kane means the owners are a very easy team to play against. Patience may be a virtue, but it's also a luxury, and a Holland's team is void of Kane. And if Holland's team is void of Kane, Costa, and Dayarnay, if he is indeed sent back down, then the Oilers will continue to leak power play goals against as the games get closer to playoff-style hockey and the whistles get put away. The 30 goal men are going to find it difficult to create any time and space. As much as I like, says uh, Haji, as much as I like Evander Kane, he will not help the face-off percentage of the PK and team toughness. Uh, the text goes on to say, as the Oilers have lost the last few games, they've scored four-plus goals, and perhaps another offensive-minded forward may not be a deadline addition. Holland should be patiently waiting to add. How about a forward or two that can take a hit, fight, block a shot, uh, win a face-off, and know enough not to make a high-risk, low-reward play at the blue lines went up by three goals, or maybe a defenseman who could help DeHarnay break up the cycle and actually move an opponent from the front of the Oilers goaltenders. Just a thought from Haji. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Love having uh, different points of view on the show. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, so much more. February, Valentine's Month at Royal Pizza. Enjoy your dinner for two, which includes a choice of salad, one of their gourmet medium pizzas, and your choice of a delicious dessert, all for just $37.95. Royal Pizza is still making it great. And and, and do you want to mention, too, we're going to head off to the Stan Oilers history for New West Travel. We've got the trip to Cali in April to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. Your California Hockey Road Tour. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. And here's Brendan Escott. He's going back. Oh, man, I'm getting old. Is that right? Can't be right. Yeah, that's right. 34 years ago today, 1989. What happened, Brendan? <laughs> I thought you were fact-checking this. I'm like, oh, what did I do? 1989, uh, Marc Messier scoring his 10th career hat trick. He tallied four goals, in fact, leading the Oilers to a 7-4 win over the Hartford Whalers at Northlands Coliseum. I, uh, around that time, started getting involved with CJSR Radio at the University of Alberta and met John Sexsmith. And he used to have a show called Philharmonic, and he used to have me on his show. And I remember we talked about the Oilers that won the Cup in 87, obviously in 88. Wayne Gretzky got moved uh, during the offseason in 88. Most of you would know that. And uh, where the Oilers were at, 88-89. And hard to believe that after they lost that series in 89, they'd come back and win the Stanley Cup in 89-90 without the great one. Uh, tonight, 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 the face-off show. Reed Wilkins, uh, Rob Brown. Cam Moon, Jack Michaels, Brendan Escott, and myself. Uh, at 5.35, I'll join you with Reed. Uh, Cam and me will have the call on the Oilers Radio Network with Reed and Rob and Brendan. And uh, Jack Michaels, uh, Louis DeBras, Gene Principe on NHL Hockey and Rogers of SportsCenter, Joaquin Gage, and myself during the intermission. Tomorrow, Brendan Escott hosts Oilers. Now I'll be flying with the Oilers to Pittsburgh. Guests will include for Aquarian Renovations, Mark Spector from SportsNet, and... David Staples from the Call to Hockey. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Kevin Robertson, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jay Lynn Nye. Back at you at 5.35. So long, everybody.